What's up? This is Brandon Donahue, and you're listening to the All Bass No Trouble podcast, where we talk all things hip hop, culture, music, lifestyle, and more. So kick back and join myself and my co host as we feature our next special guest this week. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of All Bass No Trouble. As always, we appreciate y'all. I'll be your host again, Brandon Donahue, as you know. Jordan Dante I'm in the, the building. Host too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the host too. No, no, I know. You the cuter host. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm beautiful. Everybody <laughs> t- t- turns in for me. Bro. You're having your this moments. Player. Hey, we got a special guest this week. Thank you for coming on, DJ Collab. My appreciate brother, you, bro. My brother yeah, you Collab, know. I appreciate you, know. you, you got bro. That Ohio Pleasure. representation on this podcast. Always, Pleasure bro. Pleasure having me, Jordan. We hey, on man, the outside. I'm like 15 percent. Ohio now it's hard, bro. You know what I mean I gotta be it's I got Ohio roots It's just accumulating yeah. Over the time We're great people Hey bro. I'm telling you Ohio versus everybody That's why they have signs Saying move It's crazy Duke Duke That's was okay. Ohio Duke's for, Cleveland, oh, yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, Duke's yeah, Cleveland yeah, yeah. I'm from Columbus See so. Columbus, Columbus. Yeah. Brian, Brian was here Quandai was here Yeah They all from well, Columbus as well. all, That's how I know him Yeah I know him And then I'm Well I knew Brian and I met Quandot and them through collab. And then I got my the, the dude I'm going on bachelor party next week. He's from right. Cleveland. He's from AZ, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're on this one. Man, yeah. you can run any camera you want, bro. You I'm looking over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got three. We got I'm three points. Right it's all base. Sure. Hey, it's all base. Out, shout out Cozy for yep. the one time. You know gang what I'm saying? with me. I appreciate Yeah, we squatted today. And shout out Bino for the hat. I appreciate you, gang. You know? Yeah, my boy Collab has really been getting out here, bro, since he moved to Ohio. So Yeah, man. No, I'm excited. I mean, uh uh J uh J bro. Jordan said it to me a little bit ago, uh, to check it out and I was like, Oh shit, this dude's really rocking it. I mean, so yeah, I'm excited to get bro. your story, bro, in, in the uh, background. I've been I've been working, man. Yeah. It's just it's not a lone effort. I mean a lot of yeah, a lot of it's been, you know, by myself, but Ever since I moved out here, you know, it's been a team effort, you know, ever yeah. since I teamed up with, you know, because he moved out here beforehand, I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And then he was just more comfortable in the area. So when I moved out here and I met up with my manager and my team, um, along with Quan Dot and Bankroll, like in the others, it was just natural. Like he showed me around a couple of spots and then... <clears throat> I lived out in uh, Tarzana in the valley. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Um, when I first moved out here, I was out in Canoga Park. When I first moved, well, I did like a four-day Airbnb, like little getaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. Because I was a sales manager. Oh, wow. Assistant manager. So I, you know, I got my PTO or whatever, and I mm-hmm. was like, you know, I'm going to take a little trip out. So I came out here, and I don't know where my Airbnb was, but I just loved the vibes, the environment. Uh, I didn't even get to the Walk of Fame or Melrose or nothing like that at the time. I just enjoyed everything that was just around me. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I was taking it all in because yeah. I was just a kid from you know Columbus. So a little I'm different than Columbus, here. yeah. I mean, I lived in San Diego when I was in the Navy, but it's completely okay. different oh, out man, there. Don't, don't tell them too much, man. We're going to oh, bring you in. Gonna, where you going <laughs> to tell them the story, man? I, okay. got, I, got, I got things we could talk about for days. Right, yeah, we're going to get into it. It's my fifth podcast. Okay. Okay, okay, so you going uh, crazy. Man. I I do this, you hey, know. Man, buddy, I love hey, talking. This, this the crispiest one you've been on. Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> hey, by far, I vouch. This is the crispiest uh, podcast. That's how we do. We do it crispy and cozy around here. Shout bro. out. What's yeah, the name yeah, of the sir. studio? I need to know the name of the studio. Doctor Self. Doctor Self tapes. Shout them out. Shout them out. And always check the link and everything too on YouTube and everything. I always drop everybody's socials, including Doctor Self tapes. Oh yeah, I'll make sure I push the fuck out of this. Yeah, yeah, bro. I like the quality. yeah, let's get into that, bro. So you came from uh, Columbus. Yeah. So now have, has music always been a passion, but you just said you were doing sales for a second. So yeah. did you have like that urge to switch or let me know about that? So um, really DJing all started was was when I was in the Navy. 
Oh, wow. Really? Okay. So, I mean, I I, like that. I said, I could go deep. So, <laughs> you explain know? that so, a little bit, though. Like, so I, meaning... Um, when I graduated high school, <clears throat> graduated, you know, the June, you know, May, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really know where I wanted to go, really, in life. So... Yeah. I seen other people like, going to college, and school wasn't really my thing. You know, I was mm. just... I probably had ADHD or something. I don't know. But I, was, but I was an athlete, you know. <laughs> I was an athlete. I had to, you know, stay above that GPA. My dad, you know... God bless him. He always raised that bar for me. Always told me, basically taught me my work ethic. You right. know? Yeah. So um, after you know, I got out. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go into the service." You know, I'll give it a try. Okay. So I tried the Navy, got into um, like an undesignated type of job. Okay. Starting out to get into a job. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I did my boot camp. I did school in Chicago and Great Lakes. Um, I did boot camp in Great Lakes, and then they shipped me all the way out to San Diego, where I met up with my ship. Oh, wow. Um, but at the time, like, I, I was 18 years old. I got done with school. They sh they was like, all right, here's your orders. I had a meetup on my ship, the Peleliu LHA-5. It's decommissioned now. But um, I met up with them in Djibouti, the country. Literally. Oh, shit. So I'm 18 years old, you know, not even a couple months in. You know, I'm, I'm going to another country. Ask that man <laughs> yeah. how many countries you've been to. I've been through a lot. Uh, I've been through <laughs> a lot, you know. So uh, in, a, in a span of, like, three, three and a half years. So. Wow. So whenever I got out there, you know, that really hit me being 18, you know, not really seeing another perspective of yeah. life, you know, so yeah. going, going over there, getting like literally when I came off of the plane and I got under the airport, they offered to take my bags to the van. They literally tried to steal my bags. Oh, shit. Like yeah. they offered like the people that live, like worked there or whatever, live there. Yeah. And I tipped them out a couple of dollars and then all of a sudden they just scattered. And the people security had to go get my, sh my, my shit back. Damn. You know? So <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's I'm crazy. Sitting here, I'm sitting here not even 10 minutes in the goddamn in the country and I'm in this van. Like, what the fuck About did I just get myself into? Yeah, like, oh shit, I got to pay attention. But it really like woke me up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you got kids that are 18 going into college and wanting to party and this, that. And yeah. That. And I'm 18 going in the Navy, not know what the fuck's about to happen you yeah know, i'm just getting, i'm just getting some paperwork and saying here you gotta go so yeah um i was ready for it you know mentality was because you know i was always that type of person just to never give up you know just to keep keep going yeah see yeah the other, see the other side of things no matter you know no matter what um so i went out there and i remember me and like seven other sailors in a van and we were going into the base and it, as we're going in the base, I saw like four or five kids playing soccer with no shoes on, no shirt on, like like just shorts, you know. So it gave me another perspective of like, bro, it's it's serious in this world. Yeah, you know? like it's. I'm looking at them like, damn. Make you thankful. Like what the fuck? Oh, super thankful. Yeah, yeah. You know? Real I'm quick, going, I'm going mm -hmm. into a building that has like electricity, has running water. Yeah, yeah. It's like government facility and then the know, outside it, surrounding oh, yeah. of your living is literally doing that. is yeah. is the outside. Yeah. So I'm on watch in the middle of the night. I'm looking at this type of shit go on throughout the day. I'm like, damn, man, I'm 18, 19. Like, bro, I'm I'm celebrating my birthday there. Yeah, you know? wow. So okay. it's like I'm celebrating my birthday there. Then all of a sudden the ship ports in. I ride in like a what's called an LCAC, which is just blows up and deflates. So it just blew up on land, went into the water, deflated onto the ship, and then we went into the ship and I was on there. Damn. So we went in there and then 
I started to learn my job, which was IT and communications. Okay. So I can imagine, man, being on, you know. Yeah, 18. I'm just trying to think of what the fuck I was thinking about and doing at 18. I was ready to drink, smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't really, I never, I didn't smoke weed at that time. Yeah, I didn't smoke weed at that time. I didn't really, you know, wasn't really a huge drinker or nothing. Timing. It's all about, at that moment in your life, you were like, I don't really care for this route. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I was just like, I had to learn early on because I had no family, you know. Yeah. They, um, they literally put me in the middle of the ocean, you know. <laughs> so at that point, I, I was meeting people I never knew. Like, I was meeting ranks. I was doing everything specifically I needed to do as a new sailor, you know, introduction, you know, meeting all the, like, the captain and other things. Yeah. Um, but, like, it really woke me up because, you know, I went from, like, scraping fucking paint and painting the ship to learning and having a top-secret clearance with the older officers upstairs, you know, in the bridge, which is where everything goes down for you. They drive the ship and everything. Yeah. So, like, well, that was really cool because seeing the behind the scenes of mm-hmm. where we're going next and yeah, yeah, those yeah. type of stuff, and not everybody knows that type of thing. And you're mm-hmm. you're under twenty years old, and you're like, oh, it's already, le- yeah, yeah. You're on shit. Like, literally, our shifts went from two a.m. to seven a.m., seven a.m. to like like noon or two, and then. It'll go from like 10 to 2 a.m., 2 to 7, but then you'll have back to back shifts sometimes to where you're going from 10 a.m. to 7 a.m. Shit. Or 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Straight watch, sitting in the back of the ship, making sure no pirates or anything. If you're seeing light in the distance at night, you got to report it in. Like the wow. whole shit. Just you staring know? into like just, the abyss of a dark just, just, ocean just, bro, for hours. And just imagine at night. I mean, it's peaceful. Yeah. But we've had like, we've had altercations. Where yeah, yeah, no, of course. To this shit, yeah. You know? To where, Fuck. like, the Navy, that I could tell. Like a movie. I thought I lived the movie, man, because I would be on the ship in the bridge just reporting or driving the ship or something, and all of a sudden they'd be having, like, hey, we got a report in someone from the distance, and I feel like it'd be like that damn movie with Rihanna. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be there, that bitch, like, and it's going down. You got the fucking 50 cows fucking getting pulled off. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. Wild. You know what I'm saying? But when they... U.S. Navy is well-respected in the water. Let me just tell you that. Yeah. Oh, we, no, 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 move, for sure. Everybody, when we say move, everybody moves out there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no games. That's, that's, that's one thing, one thing we spend our money on. That's yep. one thing <laughs> we've definitely uh, alter- that. understood that, you know. But, yeah, I, I, you know, I did that for, you know, a couple of years. And I was stationed in San Diego near the gas lamp district. Okay, so yeah. Near the gas lamp's dope, yeah. yeah. Near, the, near the Coronado Bridge. Yeah, you know, right um, there. So I loved it. You know, I had my own bunk. I had a, like a weird bunk mate and I just, just lived my life, bro. Like I, I didn't, I got to the point where I was just didn't want to be in my fucking own dorm. So I just walked everywhere, went out to the mall by yeah. myself, you know, just really ventured out. Cause I've always been that type of person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. Why wait? You yeah. Know, why no, wait fire. For somebody. Yeah. No, you know, exactly. Just, just that shows venture. the networking in you. I yeah. Get, I see. I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I, I got bored. Like I literally see this dude every day doing the same shit. And yeah, not about same thing. I'm like, bro, fuck this, bro. I'm leaving my dorm. I left that shit. I'd get me like a little hotel or something. Yeah. If I don't have watch, I don't have to come back, you know? So literally I'd come back there, report to my ship, go back to my hotel, venture out, take yeah. the bus, like do the little things, yeah. you know, just to get that real feel. So is that, you know? do you think you picked up like the passion for DJing in that moment of being like, I want to find something to do or how yeah, did that? Because when I, I learned how to DJ in the middle of a deployment, okay. um, when I was, going on to be 21 okay so literally middle of the fucking ocean six months in 
we get mailed by helicopter. Like it's 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 really intense. So I'm bored. Like because you it's repetitive when you're mailing. Yeah, ocean, yeah, same real, shit every day. Cleaning yeah. the same shit, doing the same watch. You know, Fuck. unless we're not like, and we're going yeah. in a circle at one point. You yeah, know, we're in the fifth fleet, so all my previous sailors will know what that is. It's the danger zone. So okay, it's just a big ass watch zone where your, your just, ship just goes in circles and just watches and makes sure everything's secure. You know, wow. so. People are playing cards every day in the middle of the night, just doing repetitive stuff. You yeah. Know? So it got boring to me. So I went on Amazon on that when we poured it in to get um, some fuel, and I just ordered me a little SB2. It was about a foot and a half big. Got in there, and then I already had an Alienware laptop because I play, like, little video games or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck it. I plugged it in, and I just started pressing buttons. And every country we'd pour it in or to get fuel or to have Liberty Car or Freedom, I would just go on the internet, go to Starbucks or something. Wow. Look up YouTube videos. Wow. Just see how to, because I really was interested. Because then I went from there to doing like ship, little ship parties. Okay. Like like all my sailors would like, we'd pour it into a country. We'd have a little area near the ship we can, you know, um, chill at. Yeah. So I'd bring out my speaker and just DJ, just, you know, don't care if I sucked or not. (laughs) Wow. I just went out there. So I learned that. and, And then my boy Maurice, he was like, bro, you should like, Go out to like San Diego when we go back home and like really try to try to be like, like, hey, I'm a DJ. He's like, he's like, I'll go with you. I'm like, all right, bet. So we go back out there. Hey, shout out Maurice. Yeah, though. yeah shout out my man. boy Maurice. I'm saying right now, <laughs> shout out Maurice because he is man. He he was on the shit basketball team with me. He was really a mentor back then. He was wow. older, he was older than me, so he really like showed me like, how, to, how to properly be you know yeah. a, not only a shipmate or a sailor but just also a, a man. Yeah, you know? and then to push you to be like, yo, oh yeah, you like, should like, go you should do this because he really saw something in me and he told me he actually messaged me the other day and said the same you know i i knew there was something because i just was w- with designer and sean kingston shout out them bros um and i dj their fourth of july party and he swiped up and he's like oh word i remember i remember when we were on the san diego <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's it's, dope and as it's fuck great to see that perspective because he's really seen me in my grind mode, yeah you know, in the middle of the flight deck playing music you know pressing buttons fucking it up like just 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 As not like even say in the trenches you was in the trenches yeah right there I, I was really you. i was really trusting the process you know what i'm saying so when i came back to san yeah, diego fire. san diego there's a hookah lounge called casablanca hookah lounge mm-hmm. they gave me an opportunity so they was like hey you know your navy we respect it you know cool two armenian guys so i went upstairs set up my equipment one night and i just invited some of my ship and all of a sudden the word got out and then there were like fifty to hundred people in there, just off of strength to me, bro. Wow, because my ship fits a thousand. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of people. So you know, when you're in a ship that big, and then the communication spreads so fast, people get to it. Quick. Yeah, and each one of those and shipmates sailors, got a homie sailors, or a girl, yeah. or you and know, we're home like we're in yeah. San Diego. So yeah, that's friends, wild. You know, so it was a great time. My very first time in there. So. Whenever I built there, like, hey, bro, we want to build you back and, you know, really build with it. And then from there, I was like, man, I could really take this somewhere maybe. But then, you know, eventually I'd considered to do that. Then my Navy career ended, you know, so I went back home to Ohio. Okay. And this was where I established still on the side hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never been in the club scene in Columbus like that now. So now I got a brand new market. But now, you know, I served. I'm more mature. I got a, you know, a nice credibility. Yeah. And previous, you know, being in San Diego. But I'm from, you know, Columbus, Ohio. So I go out there, you know, I'd go out to the clubs, you know, after my nine to five, you know, I'd get ready to go out like a regular night with the boys or whatever. And then fuck getting fucked up and all that other shit. I talked to the security. Mm-hmm. I talked to the barbacks, the bottle girls, 
the, I'd go up to the DJ booth. Yeah. Because like, Ohio's Ohio, so it's very family-oriented. Yeah. They're not going to be stupid strong on you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like like it is out here in L.A. Yeah, because so I was about to I, say that. I, yeah. You know, I'd go, yeah. I'd go, out, yeah. I'd go <laughs> out there. Like I, So I'd communicate, you know, build a rapport, and then to the point where my cousin Chris, he got a barback position, like a head of security, basically, in Columbus. Yeah. And also, I built enough relationship with my bro, DJ Leak. <clears throat> Shout out DJ Leak. He DJs for the Columbus Clippers, um, the Columbus crew. Like he's really, oh, he's really out known out there. Yeah. Okay. Shout out. He really, he was really a mentor early on whenever yeah. I was, you know, trying to get my tracks in there. Yeah. Because he was DJing all the nice spots at all the 18 plus college nights. Oh, where okay. You yeah. know, all the lit spots. Out. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> like, everybody had, like, Thursday nights was college nights. Wednesdays was, like, you go to Cantina or, you know, mm-hmm. th- like, those type of specific nights. Like, weekends, you go to Big Bar, go to the campus district. Yeah, so... He was all tapped into that, Word. you know. So um, I was like, "Bro, he's a dope ass DJ, but he's a dope ass person. So I need to be around him." Yeah. So I, you know, started. We started to get a really good friendship to where he got me to open for him in the club, and that was really my first DJ check, you know. So I just took that and I just invited everybody out, man. That's just like my biggest thing is I did that, and then I just. My cousin got that position, but they didn't know he was my cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they just, put you on. They just he was like, he, he was like, but yeah, by the way, that's my cousin. Everybody's like, what? And it was like, yeah, that's, you know, it's weird how shit works. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, you know, I just started to, you know, try to really capture every moment. Yeah. You know, and no, take, I think that's how it, it should be, bro. And turn, honestly, turn these moments into some type of movement to where I can be able to take advantage of it, but not only like take advantage of it to where it's like to myself, but only help everybody else. Yeah. That's yeah, why they actually. call me collab. Cause I've okay. always been that middleman to help Word. somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. to bridge the gap, to be able Try to bring people help together. Somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause like even back home or out here in LA, I've been out here for you know almost three years. I got my respect. People, yeah. Yeah. People on Co- my name. Collab you know. definitely is out here, man. That's fine. DJing for Bino. And you DJing for one take, bringing people out to the clubs and stuff. And man, I'm not like that type one, of person. Just it, to, yeah, it's not a cloud you know, chasing type of thing. Yeah, like that's, that's what I've always been. Genuine, you, know, you know, and and that's that's the type of shit. I think genuine intentions out here in general. Anytime someone has it, you like yeah, yeah. you're you're always instantly like, yeah, I fuck with got you. Got it. Yeah, it's you know it's what a I big mean. Energy thing, man. And you get yeah. the, and you get the opposite. Sometimes I've gotten people thrown off because I've been too nice. Yeah, Same. no facts. One hundred percent. Like, bro, where you? Like you, you, you what's going on, bro? Like, what okay. do you mean? You trying? You're not trying to benefit yeah. from me and take, like, bro. No, but like bro, every time you say something, you, you actually do it and yeah. pull up instead yeah. of just saying it and then not pulling. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, my dad, he really instilled like you know my work ethic in me. But he was just that individual that always just was on my ass. Yeah, you know, was always like keep to your word. You know Same. what I'm saying? Stay loyal, stay respectful. That's huge, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <clears throat> and because I was big in sports, so okay. He was always that individual that was like, okay, you did 10 points this game in basketball, bet, let's do 15 next Yeah, game. yeah, you raise know, the bar next time. Well, he yeah, did, yeah, he yeah. went two for three in the baseball, let's go three for four, you yeah. know? So, oh, he, Improvement, had two, always. he had two, three catches, let's get four catches. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like, that's the type of stuff to where it's like, at back then when I was a teenager growing up, I was like, damn, man, he's really on my ass. But now as a 28-year-old man, I'm like, 
man, I'm glad he was on my yeah, ass. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you know, do you so feel like that's a, a, it, a huge thing that kind of huge, draws into Absolutely your, huge. You know, the way you network and the way you build relationships and yeah. be genuine with people. Like, well, my dad's been playing band. acoustic and electric guitar since he was 12 years so old. So you had music influence all Oh, yeah, so when I'm playing video game Modern Warfare 2 back then when I was a kid, I'm hearing him downstairs busting out the acoustic, busting out the electric with the bass and everything. He still has shit to this day. But he's just that type of person that's just like, very to himself and you know when i when i do get it to this point to where i can be able to go back and really bless him yeah i want him just to kick up his feet grab his guitar and that's all i want him to work yeah that's about. fire you know what i'm saying Dope. he's really that person that told me to all right well, come on we're gonna play catch yeah come on really the father things that really are critical in a kid's life you know that that's is why, critical that's why yeah. that's why mm-hmm. i always critical is a good word to use for that actually like i personally don't have no i personally have no children but you know, I I was before I even moved out here. I unfortunately lost my child. You know, so oh, there's like something really deep that people don't really know about me. Yeah. But that really what driving me because I was in a depressed state. I was bad. I was down, down bad, bad, dog. Yeah. I was. No, like, I can imagine. Like bro. literally, my homegirl. You know, at the time left. Probably aborted it or whatever. Didn't tell me, and I came home from work. Oh Jesus! And I was a landscaper at the time, so I'm in this grass. I'm coming home to empty. Just damn know, my my, my yeah, crib. that's my brand wild. new crib I just got for us. You know, yeah, just in the west side of Columbus, man, yeah. right right on Sullivan. Just I, I worked hard for that. You know, that's my yeah. first blend of my name because I'm really like into that shit. Because I never met my biological father, mm. so that role that my dad plays is why I take it so importantly. Cause yeah. I don't give a fuck. He was there when he signed my birth certificate. So yeah. gonna, I'm going to be there whenever I sign his death certificate. Yeah, facts. You know that's what your I'm dad, saying? bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for and sure. You, and you respect and, that. Oh, hell yeah. You know and that's saying? why I'm like, whenever I see these other kids and these other you know parents out here really struggling to really like dial in on taking care of the kid if it's not yours or not, it just... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, everyone, everyone goes by that statement. That child's not in that situation because he like, yeah, like he wants to be. Yeah, Yeah. y'all, y'all chose. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why I'm big on like because my mom and dad was never together when I was growing up. It was always go to my dad's dad's every weekend Mm -hmm. and then go back to mom's for school. And I never got the experience that you know that white picket fence yeah. perfect family always snacks in the fridge like <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying like yeah. like I really had to do this shit and I'm not on here to just blame like everybody in my life but I've been through some hardship like everybody else has yeah. but I'm not gonna complain about it No, you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna sit here and blame everybody else and that's a pride thing yeah I would but, say that's the difference in some people it's like if you blame and use it as a negative thing instead of to push you and fuel you and just use it to like then preach back to people yeah is the difference like you know what I mean lesson, bro. At the yeah. end of the day, it's not a loss, it's a learning yeah. lesson, you know? Exactly. I mean? like, and then also I, the statement, like, blood's thicker than water is always yeah. circumstantial. Facts. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you know like what I mean? It's like, that's like, well, like you just everything. said. Family is everything. It is. Like, like, Same. But if just you, like you said, like, it, that your father is still right your father, here. you know? That's my grandmother. Like, I'm a grandma's boy. Hey, hey so, shout out grands, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how bad, like, deep is when family with yeah. me. When I go home, like, my family reunion's coming up, so I'm definitely going at it. I already told Brian to, you know, put that shit aside. I ain't getting booked for a week and a half. Yeah. That's my time. You know, yeah, all no my facts. family's going to be yeah. around. They coming from Alaska and South Carolina. Everybody oh, yeah, coming in. That's either. the time. You know, yeah. oh, I'm coming. No, I ain't missing sure. that yeah. motherfucker, bro. I'm yeah. by my four-wheeler. We own 100 acres in West Virginia. So oh, word. We go out there every year. It's in our family. 
family's will is our grandmother's house where she was actually raised. That's dope. So it's like really deep family roots. Acres though. My grandma has like, you know, she has only one sister left, but it's in the family will. So oh, it's passed down yeah, yeah, you know, passed in down. chunks, you know? That's yeah. Um, but That's like the biggest thing about family with me is like my dad's side versus my mom are two completely different perspectives. Yeah. Oh, you know? I mean, to be honest with you, uh, not even cutting you off, but I've learned a lot of like uh, divorced families. Oh, yeah. They kind of have that mom and dad side that's a lot yeah. different that you kind of got to be the balance. No, like, absolutely. I've, I've had that too. Well, I mean, it's I not really, it's not really that, but I'm, I'm, I'm big, I'm very transparent and open, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, and they, they both know that, but at the same time, my mom's side is the side that like you can stay up after the street lights. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. can stay up, you can do what you need to do, have have your fun, do whatever. My dad's side's like strict. Go to bed like this. Oh yeah. Go to college, this this, that. So when Stick I went when I went shit, yeah. my, that's that's why when I learned, you know, plus unfortunately a lot of my family has been addicted to some type of drug abuse. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not gonna bash in my family because I love them through thick and thin. Um, but I've, I've had that realization of perspective of life of really sitting in the middle of the drug addicted family that lives off of food stamps. That's from the hood that, you know what I'm saying? will yeah. sell their latest shit just for shit or lie, cheat, steal, whatever the case may be. And then you got the perfect family that comes for every family function, group chats, you know, that type of thing. And I'm in the middle, Yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm as a kid, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting two different perspectives. I'm getting pulled from both ends, mm. you know? And I didn't really think my mom and dad really understood um, that affected on me, you know? Cause yeah. I really just brushed it off. Yeah. But that's why I, I kindly, like now, like I distan- distanced myself. Yeah. Because I love my family. But yeah. I can't be a part of that if I want to reach my ultimate goal. Which right. is huge to learn to know, for sure. Oh, which which yeah. I was already used to taking that step whenever I went to the Navy. So yeah. after maturing and after really taking that step back and going back to Ohio, getting my side hustle yeah. into the club, being, you know, building. Because I did everything from landscaping to, but my biggest thing was business to business and door-to-door sales. Yeah. So I did, okay. I did that for AT&T. That explains your networking game, buddy. Yeah, yeah I, I did that. <laughs> I did that for AT&T and I did that for Everdry Waterproofing back in Ohio. So, but that was one of my things. Like they just said, here's a neighborhood, do your shit, say this. Yeah. Next thing, <laughs> yeah. I, next thing I know, I come back with 12 leads. like, what the fuck? How'd you do that? Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm just starting to build, build, build. And AT&T was the really the one that really like broadened my horizons, I should say, about sales. Mm, okay. Because they really, they really beamed me with just boom, 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 just so much information at once. But it was all, you know, obviously free because it was my job to learn this stuff. Yeah. It was like one of those um, business platforms to where you come on as one, mm. you make a sale, you can be able to teach that to to sell people, yeah, and then yeah. you can be able to build it to where you can have your own own building type, type to where yeah. I got I was the close to the assistant manager at that time so I almost I was one step away of getting my own office so when I saw my skills because I would literally be at the office at 8 a.m. before any of my employees like I'd have a team of like 12 at one point so my manager would be like, bro, you need to be there before anybody else. Yeah. You need to make set sure the you're, tone. Yeah. you need to be there. You need to be the leader. You set the tone. You need to make sure when they walk in, they see what you're doing so that they follow and it's vice versa. Cause this shit's like telephone and, mm. I'll, and I'll never forget it because 
Every day he was on my ass, suit and tie. No matter what the fuck time I was there, he was always there early. Yeah. So that really woke up my mind, bro. Like, damn, this dude's super successful. He has all these damn trophies of sales and shit. I need to start listening to him. So yeah, I really, okay. would, I would really be there early. Yeah, and I yeah, get, yeah. I get fucking new motherfuckers' platforms ready and folders, and and all of a sudden they see me and my group of like fifteen, and then they see other people like two, three, and then we see other leaders come in from other offices. Like, who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden I'd make like if you make over a thousand dollars in a week, you get your shit on the wall. Bro, I okay. swear to God, my whole thing was all the way around the goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. I shit you Wrapped. not. To this day, Rick, you will vouch this motherfucker. <laughs> so, it, like, literally got to the point where he was paying me to, uh, or just paying for my travel to go to different offices. Okay. Learn different techniques. You know, basically be the guy for the office. Yeah. You know, to nice. come back, try to do that shit. So, I really toned in on that shit because I met millionaires, bro. I was sitting yeah. down with real business executives that have that don't just talk, bro. They built it. They started where I started. I'm going to these big ass conferences and suit and ties. I never wore really suit and tie in my life, yeah, bro. I'm getting crispy, bro. There's people in the room talking to me. I'm writing notes on notes and books. I'm like, bro, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Yeah, yeah. But that really woke me up because I'm like, sales is everything, bro. This may be my niche. This may be where I can really dig in and dig something different for my family, you know? Because my brother, I have a big brother. He he has the same mouthpiece as me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he don't. He didn't never really had that father figure in his life. He so then had, segue off that mom. when when you were like you're in sales and you're like, this is my niche. What happened with? Obviously, because now you DJ, yeah, yeah, full time. That's your mm -hmm. job. I was so, say, like, do you feel like that's what was the yeah? What was the segue? Because, like, to me, like, I would have been like, this is it. I found it now. Yeah. But so, how was it that DJ came that in? You're spark? like, actually, this is it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. And then, is that what led you to LA essentially? So, I'll just break it down just like this. I left, I left the waterproofing company um, after doing the sales because mm -hmm. it just got repetitive. You know, I'm, I don't like repetitiveness. I like yeah, 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 yeah. Same. Testing yourself. So, so oh yeah, yeah, trying, yeah, you know what I'm saying. As long as it's sales, I know I can do it. Yeah. So I went to Spectrum. You know, okay. But I was in retail, so I was in the stores. Okay. And I, I did that for like a month, bro, and I hated it. So I was like, fuck yeah. this. I used my PTO I get when I first started. I took a four-day trip out here, like I said. Yeah. And I just love the ap ap absolute atmosphere, the pace, the people, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. just, just everybody's so diverse. You're not meeting a nine-to-five pipe fitter. You're yeah. You're no, you know, influencer I agree. or something. Yeah. So when I came back there, I'm like, I think I could really take my sales and just take me and everything I've learned over my life and just risk it. I'm young. I'm, 20, fuck yeah, bro. I'm 23 years it. old, yeah. 24 years old, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, 25 <clears throat> at the time. Fuck it. I got no kids. Unfortunately, you know, God didn't bless me with one, but that was a sign. Yeah. And, I, and now that's I'm the true, way to look now, at it, bro. Now I'm a true believer in fate. Yeah. So hell yeah. that's why I'm like, I'm here. I'm here for a reason. That's why you're here, bro. And I've yeah. been here and All I've fate. been here for almost three years and I've been blessed to be in the rooms I've been blessed in. And this is only the beginning. So. So oh, yeah, that's dope, saying. bro. Can you tell the people about some events that you got coming up? I know you got some big things coming <laughs> up, man. I already know you're cooking up some things. Like yeah, I said, so you've been with Bino and the whole nine DJ and their events and parties. So tell the people about some shit. events, man. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell the people about some. Man, you be telling the gram, man. Tell, yeah. tell the people. Telling man, the gram. You feel me? Well, first and foremost, tell the, the podcast, gram too. Is at underscore DJ Collabs. Make sure you, oh, you already follow. Know yeah, yeah, it's going to be on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't understand. Want, it'll pop sure. up. Coming from me personally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shout out Ray Mark. He makes us look real good with that. But um, uh, yeah, man. So, like, I have a. Uh, 
so I work closely with Chase Claypool, who's the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. Yeah, of course. And my sis, Callie Rock, who's a pop artist. And okay. uh, we have their birthday event, because I did it last year at the Wish Mansion. Um, and uh, they, you know, they trusted me with their event coordination. So I'm going to do that. It's a private event, so don't blow me up, please. <laughs> not getting an invite. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, that's the type of value I'm getting myself into. Yeah. You know, because I've already told some of the promoters <clears throat> I worked with in the club, because I work all over Hollywood. Yeah. So work. if you're ever in L.A., tap in. I got you birthday whatever the case may be um but now i'm starting to really venture away from the club scene unless i'm bringing said bino or one take j or a solid credible valuable artist that i can really build a relationship with and i know everybody loves money and i want the eyes on them yeah to bridge that gap to create that relationship to Hell be yeah. like hey bro now i'm executively executively producing a song yeah can you collab with me? Yeah. For the one time. I, I booked you three, four times in the club. This is my one request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. Hop, hop on this beat. Yeah. And then be able to build from there because now it's to the point where if I'm like, you know, Sean's house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's Sean Kingston's mom, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, Mama Kingston. Oh, let me answer it. Yeah, put Mama Kingston on the pod, bro. Mama Kingston, what's going on? I I know you got me. Hey, you on the podcast? Say hello to all base, no treble. Hi, no base, no I was about to I was about to tell him to stream Rihanna by Sean Kingston. I know. Go ahead. I, I got you. I know you're. I know they're on tour. You're not going on tour with them, are you? No, I go once they get to L.A. Okay. All right. Well, you need to let me know when y'all do that. You know I'm in there. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll call you after this, Mama. I love you. All right. Bye bye. What a moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you got you got some content right there. Yeah, there it is. So once so right there, stream Rihanna by Sean Kingston. It's the newest song he just dropped. Um he did a full media day content with it. I was with about six or seven um TikTok influencers. Oh where? Hell yeah. So that's what they do with a lot of these up and coming songs. So that's why back to my point of bringing that type of song into it. I'm uh, sponsored by, you know, Cali Plug. It's a, a you know, a merchandise, another type of cannabis brand. Um, but they bring that full exclusive type of, you know, nightlife experience. Oh, to word. You. So, That's uh, dope. You know, shout out Cali. You know, make sure you follow it's them at far. Cali, yeah. at C-A-L-I. Really base, really simple. Um, and uh, he really blessed me with an opportunity. Uh, randomly DM me, said, come to the facility facility is absolutely beautiful probably fits about a thousand people or so oh wow uh, but they do they have a studio there you know you can do a lot of events there so um, that's, dope as that's fuck. where i'm having the specific event at for you know the birthday but uh he just really opened that door for me you know because nobody really gave me that chance yeah you know? so yeah I, yeah you know, i never really was a drinker but i was a smoker but then all of a sudden he dm'd me saying come through he's like sit down man i gotta talk to you I'm like, all right, shit. I never really talked to him like this before. I met him at a mansion event at, okay. N- at, at an NFT party. So I'm like, all right. So he comes back. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna waste your time, man. I want you part of the team. I said, wait, what? Right. Hey, <laughs> my type of motherfucker, man. He is that type point. of guy. My guy, Cali. I love him. That's like me in like ten years, man. Straight to the point. Really diligent. Like don't fuck around. Like you know what I'm saying. Wants quality. Wants value. Yeah, loves, hell yeah. Loves his brand and wants Gosh. eyes on his brand and not him. You know, yeah, it's really. You know, like, fire. His integrity's there. So 
that's why he's you know the way he is and he moves the way he moves and that's why he has such a big brand the way he does you know if you know about you know if you know you know you know right. so um he brought me in and he said yeah man i want to bring you on the team i'll bring you on the brand ambassador and a dj you know i want you to you know really put eyes on my on the and the market that you're in i love i watched your instagram for like a month i watched your stories i watched the way you did everything i love the way you brand yourself and you're in the hollywood nightlife that's where my brand needs to be so how can we do that right and he just literally pulled out some weed pulled out some cash <laughs> and said when can we work i said shit, shit I, right, I, now. right now and and nobody really gave me he's like bro i just i just believe in you i believe in your work ethic I that's believe, amazing I, I believe in your mindset wow i, I know i know you don't energy brother you know? yeah. oh yeah that's a big energy, bro. Em, bro i All swear to me. god if you are not a believer in any type of energy energy would change your life and relationships is more valuable than money i agree that's, Every day and night. That, that should be just the intro right there. Yes. Drop drops mic. Really, you ain't really dropped the event that I was talking about. Though. What what event did you want me to drop? The one Hint the it. one in July. July. Oh July. shit. The one coming up that <coughs> I had to get oh, I just talked to you about in the car. <coughs> oh yeah, I'm going to Columbia. I got booked in Columbia. Oh, okay. For a so, festival. For a festival oh, out there. Oh, so yeah. um shout out Social Desert. Um my man. It's actually um James Brown's grandson. Oh word, okay, crazy. So you like got a, a whole DJ set? Uh, yeah, they, he Fire, asked me. Bro. He asked me to come on out, um, and uh, I never really had my passport or traveled like that before, unless it was the navy. For the navy, yeah, you know, I just had my you know my cat card. Yep. And um, I was like, hell yeah, bro! I never, you know, especially as a DJ, like hell yeah, paying bro. for the housing, paying for yeah. stuff. All I got to do is just come out there, bro. Count me in. It's just now, now I'm in. That's wild. That's that that's blown up because that's. That's on a whole nother level because I feel like after that experience, I'm going to have that hunger to want more. Yeah, you that know? adrenaline. And you're going to taste it and you're going to be like, just, wait, hold bro, on. I, I can't wait. Cause I think you're going to want international stuff right after that. Yeah. Oh, bro, all right, yeah. let me go to Mexico. Well, Cuba. I feel like, I let mean. Let me go all over. Yeah. You see Roland Lyle, Roland Lyle was in Portugal today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, feel, I can't speak Ooh, from experience because so I'm not a DJ, but like, I feel like that's like the goal is to internationally hit oh, those yeah, festivals yeah. because like, especially even in like different countries, specifically not in America, like DJing is the fucking thing. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not really like, I feel like in the U S now it's mostly like artists and it music. It's slowly yeah. getting in there. Oh, you well, it's, even a saw univer it's a universal thing. Universal. It's, it's how you approach it. Exactly. Like, it's just like an artist and how artists want to approach yes. it for universal. Like how Drake did. I was just about to say okay. how we just, yeah. Drake that, is a smart ass man. He is coming from a DJ great that album. is an op that is an open format DJ. Uh, yeah. yes, it is a great album. Very it is. Album. We but, can get a whole segment <laughs> on that but, shit. But you that, know, I was. I know you ready. Man, but that man, <laughs> yeah, from a marketing aspect. Oh, amazing! I know he specifically sat down, probably by himself, and said, "Fuck it, I've reached every element in the hip hop game." Yeah, R and B. Yeah, uh, it's it's like to this point where it's Chris Brown versus Drake, and uh, I mean Chris Brown versus Drake in a versus. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he's like, let's go in a different realm. Let's go into a different money realm. Yeah, because yeah, sure. I'm telling you, the EDM world and the Universal platform so much way more in the house. Yeah, so on a, bro, it's it's the hip hop types ten. Yeah, it's literally no, exactly, bro. It's, That's what I'm saying. And he tapped into it. It's it, he tapped into it in a whole nother level to where it's now. Yes, you got the hip hop community getting formed into it and saying hating this and that, 
but y'all are y'all are short minded. Yeah, he is a businessman. At the end of the day, he has OVO sound. He wants to be able to create a diverse and international sound to the OVO sound, not just to hip hop. He wants to dip into like Diddy, like he's doing with R and B. That's gonna go viral. I ain't gonna no, one hundred percent. But bro, and this is what I even said because you've seen artists attempt it, right? You've seen like maybe like hip hop artists or rap R and B whatever try to make a rock album or try to make R and B only. Here's my argument: is he executes it and does it. Fucking top Very tier because well. he timed it exactly. He's like, he's you know like, what I mean? He's like, like Chris Brown with his new album, they time it. They, yes. they that's why they time it so perfectly. They just have something in them just because of probably experience or yeah. you know just this pure legend yeah. talent. They just know when to drop shit. That's just yeah. That's just gonna go. And see, I'm know. so distracted by the Drake album that like I don't cap on this shit. Like I haven't been tapped into and, the Chris Brown album the gap, because he's bridging and, the gap. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not a big Chris Brown. I know that album is fire. Listen, I you know how I operate. I had my first playthrough and I said, okay, I'm gonna. Well, this is a lot of music out right now. Yeah, it is. That's why Chris Brown created that album to build longevity. He he got another another ten songs dropping on Friday, so he's gonna have thirty five. He's not gonna drop again for another for another two years. But he's gonna. But I guarantee you, out of those forty songs, I guarantee you, probably ten or fifteen of them are gonna be around and relevant. You know, Jug wrote the. Forbidden Jug. Yeah I know and I saw that Shout out Jug Shout out my boy Jug Yes sir hey, Yeah he going crazy that, yeah. boy, that boy can write some shit yeah. man No I'm gonna I have to fully sit down And tap him Cause like I said I've been so Drake distracted though, that by Drake is so yeah. It's so like next level To the point where That's why everybody Kinda hates it But they're gonna fuck with it though Yeah Like well, a year But my thing is It's like almost every well, like week I have said. a new song That I love <laughs> You know what I mean It's like what he said He said You know what I'm saying I forget what exactly What he said But he's just specifically Y'all gonna catch up Oh yeah that's what Yeah on the video He's like Y'all don't get it right now, but y'all catch up soon. Now though. it's fine. that gap between yeah. the EDM and the hip hop world to where you may in the future in five, maybe less years, you're gonna see an EDM hip hop fest together. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, It'll yeah. Rolling loud EDM, hell yeah. Shit, yeah. Because now you're seeing so many remixes and so many stuff. Mm-hmm. With now you see all these artists collaborating with the EDM type of DJs to make those type of remixes. Yes. You know, also don't that's see that's on Afro beats, bro. bro that's yeah, what Afro beats, you got yes. Tim's and all them people coming. With exactly. Bro. All that shit. Burner boy. Burner boy. That's why even Roland stepped into that shit too. Cause oh, I was yeah. like, bro, hop on this shit now, bro. While like gotcha. this shit is and like it, not relevant for a hip hop artist to be on I, a fucking DJ album. Bro, he got caught with Gary V. That's how he's going to get caught with the next one. Yeah, no, exactly. And he has the, and he has the voice and oh, the, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. ability to get on that record, which right. is like when you have that ability, you got to take advantage of it, bro. See, that's why that's why cuz I have a single out. So it's called Difference. Oh, word. And I and I created that aspect of the pop. So I got a I got a uh, pop like type our rap beat, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, with a lot of 808s and such. And uh, from my boys, Red Cup Nation. Shout out Red Cup. They work with... Oh, Ro, Ro just linked with Red yeah. Cup, too. Matt, That's funny. Matt and Perry. Matt <laughs> yeah. And Perry. My boy been tapped in, man. Yeah. yeah. They're from Ohio. So they're, my, they're my dogs. They're from Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, no, shout out Red, Red Cup Nation, bro. They, they tapped in with You Ro. know how they first started? I don't. No, no, no. Roland, that's been Roland's... Uh, I've, been, I've been tapped with them since I was DJing at OU, bro. Oh wow! So I've been I've been Bob tapped Cats, in with brother. my bros. Yeah, I've been tapped in with them for a while. I've just been following them. But they yeah. started out as college DJs, and then they built their own bus. And That's it was so a, smart. It was like a DJ bus. Also, the Red Cup Nation, just the t- like like the title and the so cup. smart. And yeah, yeah so bro. basically, oh, way more sense he was the yeah. college. It was a college party bus. So okay. literally, they would just pull up to universities, open the motherfucker like it's an ice cream 
shop and just <laughs> DJ and party and lights and That's you know what I'm saying. Fire. So he started. They started doing that. They started traveling along the East Coast and making their name for themselves. And then that's when they moved out here and started working. So that's amazing, sure. bro. But now they work with you know Wiz. Yeah, they, they just dropped a, another song called No Games. That was with Wiz Khalifa, Tory, Tory Lanez, and, yep. and Ricky P. Yep, they produced that with Ricky guy. P. So shout out Ricky, shout out and Ricky. Tory, Wiz, the whole Kush Factory gang. That's um, dope as fuck. But uh, Red Cup, they're really talented. Both of them, man. They they work. They're like yeah. they're like yin and yang. Yeah, you know, they really work well together. I've seen them in the studio. You know, I've I've, I've I'm, I told them I DM'd them the other day. I'm trying to get trying to work again with a you know yeah. hip hop beat. Well, right. we touched on it earlier, bro. Like energy and like being genuine in general, it's so hard to find, especially with producers, DJs, artists, even. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like when you just have that, like wait, we work really easy together, and I feel yeah. comfortable. It's such a hard thing to find, especially in L.A. and being like, you got to make a song a with f- this. You know what I mean? in L.A. Exactly, bro. So it's huge. And yeah, and that's why. I shout out that shit every day. Shout out Fake Smiles. You know the vibes. You know, Melrose posted. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So that's huge, though. Merch. That, so that's dope. I'll say, too, that's one thing that I admired about you is how you got on Melrose. Like you, oh. you be in the field, as they say. Like you really, yeah, bro. In the when field I first when I first came really here, I barely here. would get my speaker, all of my equipment, taking pay for an Uber there and back, and, and just on DJ Melrose. on Melrose or Look, Venice. Just bro, pull be up right in front of Cool Kicks, bro. Just DJing going with a gas powered generator. Wow, going crazy. Just turning that bitch on. Hey, you guys, yeah, fucking ripping. Up. Yeah, Ta- I'm talking from the table <clears throat> to the cover to the speaker to the gas to the power. I'm by myself, bro, moving all this shit back and forth just to play, just to get my name out here, bro. And man, I met some connects out in Melrose. Like that's hell yeah, of course. Because I met clients out in Melrose. Yeah, right? so I, I DJ and they're like, oh, bro, wait, well, let me get your Instagram. Yeah, I DJ tonight. Oh, where are you gonna be at? All of a sudden, they buy a table. Yep. You know what I'm Easy, saying? So yeah. it's like. Any DJs out there that's up and coming or personally that I know that DM me to help you, like, that's the biggest thing. You got to do what others don't want to do to be able to get noticed because that helped me. That helped me in a lot of other ways to where I met three, four business owners that own businesses on Melrose that I've DJed for. That's what I was literally going to ask you that question. Like, what's some tips to, like, up and coming DJs or, like, how how do you get yourself out there? Obviously, you know, L.A. is such a fast yeah. market and it's like but I'm a lot in the of fake of smiles it. and stuff. But like I'm in the middle what, of it. What are, I'll say, you know, you can give me two tips yeah. that to a DJ that's trying to up and come and get more gigs. Like you say, okay. you're, in the, you're in Hollywood, you're DJing private parties, you DJing fucking horse racing. You know what I'm saying? So like how can this small DJ that has this dream, how can they... You know, As somebody right now yeah. from yeah. either watching from L.A. or Ohio or wherever. Okay. wherever. So the biggest thing is you can't be prideful. You got to be open to every opportunity that you get and take advantage of every opportunity, not only if it's five people in front of you or 15,000. Yep. Mm, so, facts. Because the energy is there just like I tell every other artist. That. Yeah. Because it's not like I was watching the Drink Champs the other day with um, uh, fuck, Scott Storch. Okay. And um Yeah, and, I saw that episode. And I was drop. watching and I was watching it and he said, you know, oh he said somebody told him when he was like down bad coming back from a drug addiction to work with new artists. Mm. To not go. So that's how you know now you know Roddy Rich. Yep. Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean whomever else he may have included. I don't want to yeah. mispronounce any names, but like when it comes to that, bro no matter where you get and you're in front of these rooms where you're in front of five people, it's about what you bring to the table. 
Yeah. If there's five DJs, but there's 10 people in there, I want to be the most lit fucking DJ to the where those 10 people walk out, they remember me. Exactly. Versus anybody else. Yep. If you have that mentality in every single room, in every single type of relationship or whatever you're trying to build, they'll see that light from you. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I'm, I'd be in the rooms that I'm in because they feel the energy. They feel how passionate I am. Yeah, because the way the way I speak, the way I approach things, the confidence you got, you you know, because I know like if you put me in the fucking room, I will take advantage of it and I will literally turn one moment into a massive movement. And then you're going to be wondering how the fuck I did it. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of people wonder like where I am today, because I know how to approach specific ways to where I'm not like I'm not running in to beg for a situation. Yeah. I time it. I'm like a lion, bro. I time it perfectly to where I just attack at the right time. And then all of a sudden you're mine. Yep. Like yeah. then you're hitting me up and now I'm hitting you up and we're just creating exactly great, great. now we cool we the feelings like mutual now, now we feeding together yeah you know what I'm saying that's huge bro the feelings mutual and there's a need and a want to work together not like oh, I'm doing this for a payment that's right. it I don't because LA is like yeah. LA is like big one big ass cafeteria in high school like you have your clicks <laughs> yeah you know exactly. I never thought of it like it's that like, it's yeah. like you have your Hollywood TikTok mansion clicks then yeah. you got your Hollywood nightlife circles and then you got you know this that and the third but. That's the biggest thing I could tell. Like, you got to have that hunger. Um, Facts. And just not, don't be, you know, prideful. Yeah. And uh, I was a kid that went to every table at lunch. Me too. See? Me too. We all sitting right there. Right here. Literally, I was the, I was the yep. class clown. Everybody See, bro. in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> class would vouch. Um, but it, it just, and number two, man. I'll say I, I want to think, think deep for this because I want, I, want I want it to hit them. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to hit him. One deep. thing I one thing I've noticed about you though, just from the outside looking in, you're very able to adapt. Oh yeah, you know like I, mean? I said in the like, car, but I'm like adaptability. Yeah, like Drake, bro, chameleon. Yeah, Drake's able to adapt to any situation. You may not like it now, but you're gonna grow to like it. You know, yeah. Once you grow to like it, you're like, okay, I fucked with this. How was I not fucking with this before? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. So like, hundred percent. That's huge. Yeah. Being able to adapt, bro. Not so closed huge, off, bro. Yeah, like bro. you can't stick to one thing and one thing only. And like I, mean, it, I used to be like that, just listening to hip hop, and then I had to yeah know, branch it out. To yeah. yeah. I'll listen to everything. I'm a so open format, bro. I'm about to go home and listen to some fucking Luke Bryan. Yep. Bro, Luke Combs. I'm I'm countryed out. I listen to everything, you be, you bro. If, it, if it's good, if it's Virginia. good, sign. <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. The hey, no, but that's huge. I, I can I can see that for DJing though, specifically and make like my producer eyes, stuff. Like eyes. you have to do that. My ears are so diverse to sound. I love yeah. all sound. I just yeah. don't have a genre. Like there'll be to a point to where I'll DJ. And I'll go home straight, s- sit in silence. Yeah, yeah for or sure. like listen to like some smooth jazz mm, or something. Yeah, fire. Just to get that like yeah. get that out because just. Bro, you have man, that's it's insane. I'll be DJ. I DJ like five events or six events over the weekend, Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. So when I hit my fucking bed, bro, I'm like, boom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because I, get it's that just shit not out. me. It's just not me. Like a lot of Fourth of July is just not me. Just pulling up in my controller. I yeah. Pull up in my speaker, my amp, and all my equipment. I'm carrying it all. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Imagine. So it takes a lot, you know? So I was going to ask you about that too, actually, because well, we're getting close on our time. Yeah. And I wanted to actually ask you as a DJ, like, with, because I've seen two DJ types, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense, like, there is, like, the DJ. Like, you can you can hear it in their transitions, the records yeah. they're picking, and all that. Yes, and then sir. there's a DJ that, like, created a Spotify playlist Spotify in his play. play. Just plays it. Now, not to knock them, right? Because kind of technology has allowed us to do that yeah. now, right? But like, what do you, how do you feel about that? And would you say that that's a complete wrong approach or? I just feel like every DJ don't focus on the crowd. They just focus on the moment. 
Mm, okay. Ooh. There you go. I like that. They don't focus on the crowd. They focus on the at-will moment of them being behind the tables, them being with their friends. Them. That's what a lot of new D- D- DJs don't take advantage of. Focusing they, on the they crowd. They gave you, them managers, them club owners gave you that flyer. They gave you the right to DJ to open for a purpose. Yeah. So take advantage of it and not just don't play for your three, four friends that are behind you telling you what to play. That's great. Yeah. Look out there. Read the room. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. No matter. No, I think that's huge. That's headline, yeah. I'm going in that motherfucker scouting it like I'm a damn headline artist. Exactly. Like, I'm just like, all right. So yeah. I see a room full of girls. I'm not throwing hardcore rap in that trap in that motherfucker. Whenever I want the girls to dance and be able to create the exactly, vibe. Because yeah. everybody else is going to follow so that's, that's a gem right there Literally bro uh, I swear to god If you focus on the crowd And don't focus on the people behind you Focus on the moment I love it so. I ain't gonna lie That's just Yeah no that's gym. great I'm posting that clip I ain't gonna <laughs> lie I need that Raymark Well we got, we got it all clipped I, You know I time the segments And get them all clipped Oh yeah But yeah so moving into that Cause you know we, we, we love Dr. Self Tips over here So we don't like to extend You know overextend our oh, yeah. stay no, we, got we The last session We know We know <laughs> uh, You know Get into your Jordan self care oh. tip Of the week If you could If you know one <sighs> Alright my self care tip of the week Guys Tuned in My boy in. DJ Collab Has really inspired us This whole episode So I'm going to say Enjoy the journey Because Hearing him Say he's coming from naval base. Yeah, Navy, a lot, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. To being a DJ. But to see how he's tying everything together, man, it's just a journey. You have to really enjoy the journey. Us coming out to L.A., we didn't know what we were going to actually do. None we of us, know, bro. None of us. You know, we're Can't all not from here. $100, you know? bro. Exactly. Sleeping on a bunk bed of 15 others. But yep. we trusted the journey and we trusted in ourselves. And seeing that and looking at where we at now, we all on the podcast. Yeah. He's doing what he loves to do. I blessed. do what I love to do and you do what you love to do. Booked and blessed, yeah. man. You know, like, and we still not even there. I'm still enjoying the journey of it, bro. Uh, telling I love people, it. Man, we I'm trusting yeah. the process. Always. Trusting the process. We're not even LeBron number six yet. Gary V says it, bro. If you don't like eating dirt, you're not going to like eating and caviar yeah facts exactly i love nice. dirt nice. <laughs> i'm all fucker and i've slept on dirt yeah so see I got you. no i, I love understand. that good yeah and it but is yeah, inspired man. today enjoy, i love it enjoy the motherfucking journey that's all yeah I can say. and we wish wolf was here today I know. shit happens it is what it is but uh i guess i gotta take a you, i'll take the hot take what's the hot take music Brandon? hot take i'm trying to think of it there's been a lot of great things said so and i i do but honestly so you, never mind i got one <laughs> nah, nah that's too <laughs> obvious <laughs> everyone knows i'm like drake's biggest fucking fan so i can't be that obvious I'm going to say this because you. I've been seeing uh, shit float around on the internet, right? Okay. I'm going to say, because we talked verses earlier, the verses I want is Usher and Chris Brown. And, and for me, I think I think Usher takes it. That's my hot take. I... I'm gonna. All right, that's go my hot take. That's my end. Hey, hey, that ain't knocking like, Chris I love, Brown. Okay. I have my reasons why. Knocking, that is the reincarnation hey, of Michael Jackson. Boy. I was gonna yeah. say Yali. Shout out Yali. Oh yeah, Yali. He literally had this argument, and he showed me some facts to show that Chris Brown is located next Michael Jackson. Bro. I mean, so like, that's. I'm just saying, off of a versus, like, off of a versus, what it is like performance based wise, they're both gonna shut it down. Like, Chris Brown is... I've seen Chris Brown many times live. He's an amazing performer. Bro. Like, obviously, no one bro. does everything to that level right now. Right? Yeah, he's an entertainer. He yeah. can paint on a fucking concert while singing, yeah. and people would be like, how the fuck... While doing a backflip, while but, yeah, bro, doing the taking for down me, choreography. The, for, like, me, bro, for me, for me, the a versus, though, like, Usher, to me, got, like... 
20 songs that everyone knows word Chris for Brown word does for. Too. Not as much as Usher though. Boy. In a sense of in the sense of your age realm of people, right? Chris Brown is my idol, bro. But I'm saying so people that are 50. Well, I'll go to the Run It album. But boy, I'm saying, go. Well, no, that's a that's <laughs> the Chris Brown. I'm know, saying people man, age 50, like 60, know yeah, every course, Usher song and course. not every Chris Brown song. But then you can't compare them. But you got to know different. There's a younger crowd too that's going to know more Chris like, Brown than Usher. Usher's, for older. Sure. Usher's got, older than Chris. Yeah, you got to no, like Drake, that's different. Drake, as different generations. Like Drake and Chris are going to be like more of a. That's versus. the more because they started in the same. Because Usher I don't know what that could be a versus though. That's they're not. They're both R and B. But versus is. Song but for is, song. Are they going to do so? Can hit. Drake do his hip hop side or no? He's going to do everything. He's going to do it. But he I'm saying the way everything. versus is set up, it's like the same of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like one, you know what so I mean? I'll tell you right now if you do Drake or if you do Usher in an R&B or hip hop, Chris Brown's winning, bro, flat out. Chris Brown beats Drake in the versus. Yes. Two. I, don't, I don't believe that. I, believe I don't know that. if I could get that one. I believe that. Bro, do you, Man, this, end this episode. End this episode right now. Hey, <laughs> no, see, hey I like I like the hot take though. See, I'm gonna defend my we man gonna, breezy. We, all right. Hey, this say not Chris Brown hey, is an incredible. Is also, like I don't think Chris Brown's offended if Usher is nah, said that. Nah. Like you know well, what he I mean? Even said on his podcast on the podcast he was on that that's the only one that he'd probably do is Usher versus. It was, here's the thing, and like I wouldn't. I'm not saying like it's a. Actually, I did say this on Facebook, and my boy Malik called me out. I, I said landslide, and then I was like, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, it's not a landslide, sure. but it would be, in my opinion, probably the best versus almost oh, yeah. ever if For it sure. was Usher. It'll be, the most Bro, it'll be amazing. It'd be entertaining yeah. because it's not. Ray J versus Amaria, and that motherfucker no, like, Usher versus I would, Chris Brown. Yeah. It's gonna be dance. It's gonna be everything, bro. It's gonna be singing. It's, it's real, gonna be rapid, bro. It's, it's real be so R and B and soul man, and like, bro, Usher's vocals still the fuck there, bro. I know oh, you've yeah. seen the tiny desk, I like did. that boy. So is breezy. I know. That's what it would be. Song for song, like that's what I'm saying. It'd be amazing. That, that's you should, the, you should listen to that breezy, bro. No, I have, I have, I have. I'm gonna tune back in. We gotta end this because the next one. After when you all bring me back, whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talking about Jay Z versus Dr. J. Oh man, I'm taking hope all day. Oh, okay. oh I'm man, that. I'm taking hope too, hope but I'm just day. saying, Dre. I don't need. I can't even think that's a yeah. That's a landslide to me. Okay, I mean, uh, I think Jay Z takes that landslide. Dr. J paved the way for hip hop. Yeah, that's so. There's a respect level, but in a versus Jay Z. I mean, <laughs> Dr. Dre gonna years. run out. Literally, Dr. J would run out, and Jay Z would just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean? I said, in due time, in due time, we'll see what's going on. In due time, but all right, it's a good hot take. I liked it. We talked, man. About it. I love it too. First and foremost, yeah. <laughs> shout out Bino for the hat. Shout out Sean. One take. You know what I'm saying? Kalen, for real, for real. Make sure you stream his new song with Blast. That shit's fire too. I heard uh, that. No stopping. Yep. Very fire. And then hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sorry for the wait. Two's out right now. So make sure you go down that. Download that by Bino. Just came out uh, Friday. I was That's just about to say, fire. is it like Bino who I'm thinking of? Because I fuck with Bino heavy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Listen to it. 13 yeah. songs. Got one with Draco. Got one with Kalen. Yeah. Um, and he he's big on, on Blast, bro. He's a big oh, part of why, why Blast is where he's at, he's man. And I love seeing that team, Blast bro. I got, fucking love Blast. Couple, yeah. He got a couple on there with Blast. But yeah. shout out all of Bino's team. Lucas, yeah. No, Bino's Jay, fire, bro. Christian, you know, you guys are the guys of the gang. And then Sean's on tour, so y'all fuck it up. You know, sold out dates, you know. Hell yeah. 
And thank you for coming on the podcast, bro. I hope you enjoyed your time, man. Next time, uh, next time we plan this, let me know. Bring a special guest on. Hell yeah, bro. My brother. So Absolutely. I'll plan, I'll plan somebody. We, this, of course, hey, you episode, you episode two of season two, Dang. so we got plenty I'm of time, feel, baby. I'm feeling cozy, so. <laughs> we tapped in. This is That's the first time. We turn into We all cozy. Moments. And yeah. everyone go fucking tap into cozy, okay? Yeah, man. Stay cozy on yeah. the gram, man. Let them know. Tap in with us, Let them know. We got some special shit coming for the summer and spring and the fall. Every time, bro. You're going to see me rocking it. All seasons. All seasons. All seasons. But I appreciate it. I love it, bro. Again. Another great episode. Yes, I love this episode. bro. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. Don't forget to follow everybody. Don't forget to show love to Dr. Self Tapes. We appreciate y'all, man, we for hosting them. us. Look at the beautiful thank space. Appreciate we love it. We look beautiful, as always. So yes, thank you sir. guys for tuning in. And until next week, love. Peace. Peace. See you. Hey guys, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of All Base No Treble. If you could please subscribe and like and also get the notification button smashed for us, that would mean the world to us. If you'd like to keep up with myself, my co-host, or our special guest this week, all of our social medias and info is right below. And if you would like to listen, tune into Apple Podcasts or Spotify as you can hear us on there as well. Again, thank you so much for tuning in this week and I will see you on the next episode.